Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 142 of SDGC for Thursday, April 4th. If you're not aware, Super Deformed Gamescast meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, even though we fucking haven't done that in a while and we need to get back to it, and a mental health support show. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home, and if not... Feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a follow. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. Like me. John, did you just suggest that we all climb back in the fuck barrel? I did. <laughs> Rebecca, I would argue I would argue that none of us ever left the fuck barrel. We're we're all we're all, we're all still stuck in the fuck barrel. What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's uh, we got a big, a big, strong, healthy episode tonight. There is uh, a lot to talk about. So I'll Everybody you see on this podcast right now has either been to GDC or just me, just you, or <laughs> or or has been to PAX East. And uh, we had a, we had a big ass PAX East. Uh, a bunch of us on this podcast. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting over some allergies, and it fucking sucks. Uh, but um, a, a bunch of us actually. Ow. Hold on a minute. Are we? We're Is fine. We, we're good. Okay, because good. the hold on the actual Twitch channel looks it's like fine. It, is it fine? Okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's fine. Every everybody's responding. In That's chat weird. It's coming up. It's coming good. up weird for me. For, like, there's no video, but whatever. I just want to make sure we were cool. Anyway, there's a lot to talk about tonight. For the um, record, John's webcam wasn't working for like 15 minutes before this episode started, so we've already had our technical issue for the night. You're not allowed to have any There's right. no. Yeah. There's no such thing as one technical issue for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Especially it's, if we have a guest on. It's like, fuck, It's well. Th you know what? I would consider. I would consider Josh to be more of a friend than a guest i don't i don't really consider josh a guest they they can He's be two friend. things at once yeah josh, i mean i could i could be a friendly guest yeah you could be right. you could be you could be a guest who's friendly um He's been through the fuck barrel and lived there's oh, nobody God. nobody lives through the fuck barrel they just cope through the fuck barrel <laughs> um so so guys there's there, there there's a lot to talk about tonight um and i, I want to focus on a, a couple things one i want to talk about gdc I want to talk Thanks, about John. PAX, obviously. Of course, Rebecca. <laughs> I, Rebecca, I actually want to start with GDC, but but there, there, there's something very important that I want to stress here. I don't want to just talk about what we played. I don't want to just talk about what we saw. I want to talk about what we ate as well, because we found this fucking barbecue joint in uh, in, in Boston. Unfortunately, Justin didn't get to go because he was at the. Um, he was Dream. at this. Uh, oh, yeah, he I'll was. I'll talk about what where I was. <laughs> okay, I'll talk about where I was when we get. But there. I really want later on. I want to talk about this barbecue joint because holy fucking shit, the bor the the pork belly burnt tips. <gasps> God damn. Oh, you know. By the way, by the way, by the way, John felt bad that I couldn't go to this, so he lied to me and told me it was bad. <laughs> and like <laughs> the, the, the night, all, the night that they all, went, and all. I, I, I was just like. I was more disappointed that they had a bad meal that night than like... <laughs> it, it came from a good place in my heart. 
the plan was never to tell you it was bad because that would have been a lie. The plan was to tell you the truth that they had run out of brisket. They did run out of brisket. Infer your own conclusions from that. That way, we you wouldn't feel. Well, like you, you started know. there, but but John kept going. Yeah, that's the problem. I, you John. know what? You, I, you know, I, I fucking felt bad for Justin. All right, you heathens, and I didn't want him to 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 think that he had missed a delicious meal. I didn't know what I don't know what kind of fucking bullshit hors d'oeuvres or like finger food they had at this event. Yeah, I, I had a few hors d'oeuvres. I, where I was was cool, so they so, were dreamy. A few hors You know, fucking, you know, finger food. Hors d'oeuvres, you know, all, you know, like weenies on a stick, you know. Or weenies like, on a stick? Pigs in a blanket or fucking olives and cheese. Like, you know, like, you know, standard standard gaming <laughs> gaming convention fair. I don't know gaming if that's true or not. All right. It, no, it, it is. is. So, all right. So, yeah. so, so, so anyway, video game talk. Um, Real quick, before we do that, oh, I have fine. a special treat for everybody. Oh, cool. Do you want it now? Do you want it now? Or do you I don't want, want it at all. Show? I don't want it. <laughs> Be right fair, now, because otherwise it's like the whole thing where the teacher I, says I they're going to pass know, back your exams at the end of class and you half, just sit through the whole class wondering. Half the reason Josh <laughs> is guesting tonight is because I told him I was planning on doing this and oh, he's no. very excited. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? So I am planning on doing a dramatic reading of John's drunken tweets. I, I may have End been- End of the episode! End of the episode! End of the episode. Yeah, that, that's a closer. That's, that is a closer. That's a closer. I mean, apparently so the chat wants it now. No, no. Sorry, you gotta, no, stick, you no. gotta stick around, chat. No, they Let have to stay. They have you. to stay. All right. Oh, oh my god. I totally forgot about this because I was drunk when you told me you were going to do this. This is like, is, is this the same night that he was tweeting and it was yes. stuff like Slepple yeah, or whatever? Slepple. You got to get your fucking Slepple. Yeah. All right. Slepple. Yeah. A lot of those were after we had gone to bed and assumed John had gone to bed as well. <laughs> oh, no, no. He's like, I'm going to bed and an hour later he's still drunkenly tweeting. Oh, well, no. That's, awesome. that's my brand. <laughs> this is the night that uh, John. that John was about to leave the West without saying bye to me. I tapped him. He turned and said, Josh, give me a big bear hug. Popped every vertebrae in my entire back. Yeah, then went to touch that. me on the face gently and ended up kind of decking me. <laughs> Punched him right in the face. <laughs> yep. What uh, told me this you? story? I was waiting for this. Uh, but yeah, and then I actually, like, but it wasn't super hard, but it was hard enough to confuse me for a moment, and, uh, Alex O'Neill had the, of the Rational Passions had the whole thing up for two seconds. Alex O'Neill, who is wonderful. <laughs> he was fucking He's... hammered at the West End, oh, but man. holy shit. No, 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 shit. he was... Oh, he wasn't the only one. He was fuck. well, no, 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 dude. I was <laughs> no, no. not anywhere near as hammered as, and, like, Alex was fucking yeah. done. No, like, no, no, he was... Alex was on I... another level. You guys oh didn't, you, know, you didn't see that night as well. He, uh, I miss he, he Alex so much. <laughs> he was awesome. All right. So anyway, this is a video game. This is this is. I promise you guys, this is a this is a video game podcast. I, I swear. <laughs> Not a podcast um, about John getting drunk. And and speaking of speaking of video games, I would like to start with uh, with Rebecca, our, our our wonderful, lovely uh, Rebecca, to please talk about what you saw and played at GDC. Yeah. So GDC was super cool. I'm I am bummed that I didn't get to go to PAX East with you guys, but GDC was its own Ooh. little experience. Oh my god. Hey, we're happy she got to go to GDC. I know. I am too. It was it was I'm, kind of I'm... a transformative experience in a lot of ways. And but I, also boo. I mean, it's always a little bit of a bummer, right? That I don't get to play as many games when I go to things, and then when I do play games, I don't get to talk about them anywhere. So I'm really happy I'm here because I get to talk about the things that I played, um, which is not very many things, but it was a few things. Um, I did get to go to um, I, I get to I got to play one indie game on the show floor. It was called Unpacking. 
Um, it is this little, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's on Steam or going to be on Steam. It's not out yet. Um, but it is this little indie game and all it is, is about unpacking boxes and organizing your kitchen and your bedroom as you're unpacking. And it is, it sounds like, it sounds, it sounds stressful. Like I, know what I think I know what you're talking about. It's so relaxing. You need to look at the gifts for this game and it explains everything. Like if you just look at the gifts of everything going into its little place, then it, it's just like, it's so soothing and beautiful. Like everything just fits in neat spaces. And it's it's like a puzzle game because some things mm. don't fit in places. Like there was, me and this other guy were trying to figure out this um, bedroom level, like for a little kid. And they had a diary and we were trying to figure out where to put the diary because the diary kept like flashing at the end. Like you're, this isn't in the right spot. Um, he waved back Finn. Okay. <laughs> who's, who's, who's Finn waving at? Uh, Rowan. The mysterious stranger walking behind Red. That's oh. Rowan. Uh, oh, okay. I was yeah. like, what the? I missed that. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, Rebecca. Ro Rowan, no, Rowan DM'd me a minute ago telling me he was going to come down very quietly because I made weird vodka the other day and he wanted to borrow some of my weird, well, take some of my weird vodka and try it in a mixed drink he's going to make. I don't fucking it's, know. It's a good he can thing. can have the weird vodka. I don't care. <clears throat> it's a good thing I didn't say that, Rebecca, because I would have immediately gone to, holy fuck, there's just intruder no, in Rebecca's home. No, it's just Rowan. I'm aware okay. of Rowan. <laughs> She's in here a lot. Please, he please. plays with my cats. Please, anyway, please. um, but like we're trying to figure out what to do with the diary. We were so frustrated trying to figure out what to do with it. We found out it's a diary. It's a private thing. So it goes in the drawer. You don't leave it out where anyone can read it. And so there's like puzzle game element, but then there's also just this like soothing, relaxing thing of having everything put away and seeing this nice, neatly organized room. It's very difficult to explain why this is enjoyable, but it's very pretty. Um, the visuals are very nice. And it I don't know, it's just worth checking out. It's a little indie game, unpacking. I don't know when it's out sometime this year, but it's super cute. Um, you know, I, the, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to go on to the next one, but you tell me. I was just saying there's just something that's always so difficult to explain those types of games that aren't like gaming games that are... Yeah. Very, because there's so many indie games like that that are like calming and nice. It's like trying to explain someone flower or journey. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I you're just floating there. around as like a flower. Yeah. I, I remember when I bought flower, like right when it came out my, and like told my college roommate, I bought a game about just like floating around as flower petals. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then like, <laughs> I, I left the room that night for dinner. I come back and he had started playing it and he was like hooked on it. Uh -huh. It was great. Yeah. So another game I played, and this actually goes with a really cool story that I think I've told the SDGC folks, but I don't think, I didn't say anything about it on Twitter because it, so it sounds like a little bit pompous, but really it was like, it just blew my brain. Um, so I went to an Xbox event for press and I'm like, so I'm playing all these indie games, which is really cool. And one of them I played was The Sojourn. Um, it has, if you played Rhyme, the visual style is really similar. I've heard of it. I've, I've seen it live. I've seen it in action. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. Um, it's very, it, it, it's a first person exploration game, puzzle game, I guess. Um, and uh, like, I didn't get a good grasp on what the themes were, what was really going on, but, um, it seems to be kind of like metaphorically following someone through their life. Like there was a lot of birth and young child imagery as I was going through. And so I assume it would continue like into adulthood the more I played. Um, but it's this puzzle game and it's, it's so hard to explain. Like, like it's, it seems to be taking place in this ancient ruin and in each section, you're trying to get to the other side and through this gate on the other end, but there are like gaps you can't cross. And so there you have this ability where you can like shift into a dark realm temporarily and 
your little shift into the dark realm only lasts for a certain period of time before you run out of energy and you have to go recharge it um, on these little platforms. And when you're in the dark realm, sometimes there are platforms that are visible that are not normally visible when you're in this realm of light. And also when you're in the dark realm, you get these abilities, like there are these statues scattered around and you can swap places with them. So there are a lot of puzzles involving like trying to get um, statue, like these, these statue things onto certain switches or moving in a specific way to get across these gaps. It's again, it's another one that's difficult to explain. I have a question, but Rebecca. It, I have a question. Yeah. Is this like, is this SDGC the game? Because I feel like every Thursday night at nine, we kind of slip into the dark realm. <laughs> For an hour and a half is that is this is this in any way similar to the podcast do you think uh it might be a little bit similar to the podcast okay, okay. i just wanted to the, make sure the game wasn't quite as pretty as this podcast is <laughs> nice answer that's fucking good <laughs> you're welcome that's fucking um, but, good but my real story about the sojourn which is a neat looking game um it doesn't it, do, it didn't like blow my mind or anything but you know it, it looks nice um is that i'm sitting there and i feel this presence behind me like the air kind of changed and i'm like someone's standing behind me watching me play and i sat there and i figured because there's a bunch of people in the room walking around watching people i figured you know someone just walked behind me and but after a while they didn't move and so i just wanted to check and make sure it wasn't like a developer who wanted something and so i, I took off my headphones and i slowly turned around fucking phil spencer is standing behind me watching me play I, the sojourn i remember you mentioning this just just watching me and i turned around and i said hi i'm reb valentine i write for gamesindustry.biz and he shook my hand and he said hi i'm phil spencer i work for xbox and i'm like i know <laughs> no shit no what you should what you should have said what you should have said reb was no fucking shit phil i i, I understand <laughs> I well, get the it. The cool thing was he said that he read our newsletter every day, which I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Fucking shit. I should like He's a nice fucking guy. He's so he nice. Really he was is. also wearing the he was wearing an ID and Xbox t shirt and a blazer, which is just like <laughs> classic Phil Spencer. It is. It's such his brand. Um, but it was cool. Like it was cool to meet Phil Spencer just randomly. And he like I I turned around and got back to playing and he just watched me for a bit and then he moved on to watch some other people play. It was a really cool moment. He's um, he's a really yeah. good guy. Yeah, um, so I did play Control, but I know someone else here played Control. That's my uh, Yeah, I played Control at PAX East. So I figured we could, like, talk about Control together. So the other game I okay, played cool. that I don't think anyone else played is Neocab. Did anyone else play Neocab? No, but I played no. a similar game to Neocab. I, I have played so. Neocab before. It was cool. This one, I think, is the easiest to explain the appeal of. I played this at a Nintendo event. Um, you play as a driver of a Neocab yep. Uber, basically, in the future. Um, however, this is a future where uh, mostly cars are AI-driven um, and, or, like, you know, robot-driven or whatever. And you are one of the few human drivers of the Neocab company. And you have to, it's like, it's like a combination of a resource management game and kind of a branching path narrative visual novel-y type game. So you're balancing like how much power, because it's an electric car, how much power do you have in your car? How much money do you have? Will you be able to refuel your car when you need to? Um, how you want to keep your customers happy, of course, like you want to get five-star ratings. So you have to kind of like... Like one of the missions that I did was I went to go pick someone up and they called me ahead of time and they wanted me to park somewhere to pick them up that was a little bit closer than where they were. And I could have done that, but it was an, it was illegal to park there. And so I, I chose to pick them up and get the five-star rating from them, but I also got the cops pulling me over later telling, and they fined me, so I lost money for that. So there's mm. like that kind of decision-making. And then also you have this mood bracelet that changes color based on your mood and it kind of stays mellow, but... Um, 
if you if the customer starts saying things that you know they might make you really happy or they might make you really angry and depending on that you get different dialogue options opened up or sometimes like if you're in a certain mood you just kind of automatically respond a certain way so it's about balancing you know you want to keep them happy but you also like sometimes they're just jackasses and you have to kind of like keep them happy while also not sitting there because if you simmer in your anger for too long eventually you'll just lash out so yeah. It's, it's like balancing your this is too real yeah this is too but real. you get all these dialogue choices while they're in the car with you and it's just it was really cool like the art style is neat and the premise was neat and it's gonna be on switch so i'm like super excited about neocab yeah it was my favorite game at the mix at e3 last year yeah. and i had a blast but i think i i have a sticker for it on my computer and like a pin I, for on my backpack because it's that's how I show love for the games and events. But no, I, I had a blast playing that. So it's really cool seeing, because I don't think I knew it was coming to the Switch. I think they were still playing coy about that back mm -hmm. when I last read about it. I want to take, um, Rebecca, if you don't mind, I want to take a very quick break. Because uh, if I don't do this now, I'm going to forget about it. No, right? I'm actually done with games oh. I want to talk about, except for Control. And I'll do that with the other we people can, who, who played yeah, it. So, yeah, you I'm sure it was the same demo. I'm sure it was. Yeah, I, I, I was the only one that played it at PAX, so it'll just be you and me on that one. Okay, I did also get Oh, wait, a... that's right. You played it at E3, right? Right. right no, no, I played it at PAX. You oh, you did PAX. play it at PAX. Right. Okay. I don't know what you guys got. I got a guided demo as well as a hands-on. So I may have seen more than you guys did. I don't so... know. Before but we, go uh, ahead, John. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I, if I don't know, I, I want to make sure I don't forget this because I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's a chat. But I wanted to uh, give a very special shout out to uh, a guy named Morgan, uh, who I was not aware of uh, until last week when we were at PAX. Now, Morgan is right here in chat, and I'm going to show him. I'm going to throw his oh, Twitter handle. Morgan. Hi, Morgan. I'm going to throw his Twitter handle out in chat. So, and I highly recommend all you guys, everybody follows him because uh, he's a really nice guy. But uh, Morgan uh, went through uh, a tough spot uh, a little while back. Um, and I won't like he, he tweeted a little bit about it. I won't get into it too much because it's his personal business. But what I did want to say is that Morgan said some very, very kind things about SDGC last week that really touched me. Morgan really, 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 uh, really kind of touched my heart and uh, motivated me to, to be to try to be even better. Um, I, I greatly admire your strength. Uh, I'm sorry you went through. Uh, I'm sorry you went through what you did. Uh, and I wish I could, I wish I could change it for you. I wish I could make it better for you. But what I can tell you is that, um, is that, uh, you have a family here at SDGC. You have a home here at SDGC and, uh, anytime you need, I follow you on Twitter. So anytime you need to talk out, anytime you need to talk, reach out, whatever, just don't be afraid to send me a DM. I'll drop what I'm doing and we'll talk. Morgan is a great guy. And, uh, there's his, uh, there's his at right here, uh, in Twitter. So I highly recommend everybody goes follow him and, uh, Morgan, you're home. I got right. to meet Morgan. Morgan's a cool dude. I got to meet Morgan uh, did last you? weekend. He's so, yeah, we were met at the kind of funny city. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You did. There's a whole photo on the Twitter sphere of us. Yeah, was, so I, that's all. Morgan yeah. is the nicest human being. He let me sit with him and he's cool. And I was just going to go drink alone at the bar and he made sure that didn't happen. And it was so lovely. And he was such good company. Look at you, Morgan. Morgan taking, taking care of our girl, Reb. We appreciate that. <laughs> we appreciate that. Morgan's a this fucking really stand-up guy. Man. Morgan's a fucking stand-up guy. I, I I wish I could have been in the kind of funny uh, meet and greet. That in Kansas been. City, you would have come to Kansas City for that. I would have come. To, I would have. I would have Why fucking not? come. To, I would. I would have done that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I've never been. So it's a um, city. come to Kansas City. So let's talk about uh, let's. So so a lot. Ah. And and Rebecca, thank you so much for talking about GDC. By the way, um, oh, yeah. I wanted to be on. I've been wanting to talk about it for a couple weeks now. Well, but you guys so, all had to go go to PAX East and be all buddies. Well, PAX East was uh, like so like some shit went down at PAX East, and it was all oh good. It was God. all good. It was all good at PAX East. <laughs> um, and so, 
this was the first time that a bunch of us met in person, right? Like I'd already met Finn. I'd already met Justin. Um, but most of these guys hadn't met each other yet. Uh, and, and so I was wondering how everybody's going to, everybody's like, you know, little personalities were going to kind of mesh and bounce off each other, but everybody got along really well. Um, the, the whole, the whole weekend went, went swimmingly. Uh, and it was just, it was just a great fucking time. We played a lot of games. We scored what Finn 18 interviews. Um, that is 19, one 19? did not, uh, we, we lost it for technical reasons, but luckily it was a more friendly one, not one based on a dev. So it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a bummer, but not one that will impact our content. Well, Finn fucking killed it with her. Phil, Finn killed, I almost said, I almost said Phil. Finn killed it with the fucking uh, interviews. Uh, he, he did the, 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 the lion's share of our interviews. Of course, uh, Justin reviewed some gamer fuel. Uh, we dropped, uh, we, we, we gave him a hand. Oh, I on. apologize. My, my, she unplugged my, my monitor. Uh, oh, it's fine. No, like, no, like right when it happened, my, my audio got really weird. So that was, no, fun. it was my fault. Please carry on. I'm sorry about her. I'm so, always excited to see a kitty. I don't care. I want to, um, I, and I also want to shout out Josh. It's like, so Josh got to do a, a live podcast from the show floor with yep. uh, with Derek and uh, I want to st- I want to start with Josh. Josh, can you tell us a little bit about what that was and what you did? You had a lot of fucking people watching you. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Um, yeah, so like the only reason I was at PAX East was because um, uh, someone I'm friendly with uh, from Versival said, uh, "Hey, do you want to do this thing with us?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. That sounds. I'll I'll do like what was something." And then I, I emailed uh, Brandon Stennis, uh, I'm Brandon TV, the who doesn't work with Versival anymore. Anyways. I emailed him and I'm like, so what? Like, you want me to play a game for like 30 minutes? And his response was, no. You know, like, I was thinking you could do like a live content covering podcast for like, I don't know, like an hour. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to be the only one for content covering there, but we can work something out. So ended up being like a 75 minute show, which we did on uh, small to medium content creators and how they're becoming, uh, how they're, they're essentially becoming more important than the larger content creators and influencers when it comes to promoting stuff when, when it comes to uh, getting interest in things. And we kind of like, we explored that a little bit. I uh, did the show, you know, Derek was um, one of my co-hosts, uh, Christine Martin, The Smallest Burb, and then Dan Nichols, who was a community manager for Adult Swim Games. And uh, yeah, we had like a 75 minute thing. I literally just finished editing that uh, right before John called me. You, and, had, you had like uh, fucking hundreds of people watching you too on, on Twitch. I had no idea because I had not. Uh, I, I I know nothing about that. All I know is um, I was told later that night that, and this is a possibility that uh, it was the single most popular segment of Versus Evil's live coverage for the weekend, and they want us to do it at PAX West, baby. There you go. Awesome. There you go. Uh, You'll have to have me fun. on this time. Um, yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to step in. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to a couple of special friends in chat, by the way, uh, Steve Blomkamp and uh, and Imran Khan, fr- friends of the podcast. What's up? What's up, fellas? What's up, gents? Imran's got a sweet fucking gamer fuel safe. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw this or oh, not, no. but he tweeted that shit out, and I was, oh, I, I don't know, no. just Justin, I don't like like you. You've got a special, like very, almost I would say intimate relationship with gamer fuel now, like you. Uh, yeah, you could say that. It's, uh, it's like, like, do you feel, I don't know, like, so you drank three cans of Gamer Fuel. You tried no, three I cans. No, I didn't. Wait, I, well, I tried, okay, you tried three you cans. Chugged one, like, I like, did not. You drank a whole drink. one, though. You drank a whole one, though. I did drink a whole one. So, But I, dr- I drank a whole 
one that was just like a regular Mountain Dew, basically. But do you feel like more of a gamer now? Do you feel like do you feel like the gamer fuel like caused you to get good? Do you feel like it it raised your gamer quotient at all? Like do you? <laughs> I feel... mean, it helped it helped me sprint to the lift Are that drove by me that <laughs> night, and to make it to the offsite event that I was going to. <laughs> I, I also just I want to point out that. Justin drank that gamer fuel, and then we ran into his fucking doppelganger. I so, ran into like, him late. I ran into okay, him on Sunday. No one has explained this to me. They just posted a <laughs> okay. photo in our DM of Justin, Justin, and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, so no one so, has explained this. Like, and Kyle Gatto literally tweeted. He was like, "This is the same person." Like, so I was so they were okay, still so, sitting on the floor. So hold on, hold on, hold on, so, Justin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta set this up. I gotta set this up. Let me, let me. You know, let me knead the dough and then you can throw it in the oven. Okay, so so I was walking away. Just go with the analogy, Justin. It's fine. Okay. So so I was walking away from Justin, and I literally and I like I I went to the I went to the the AFK room to grab something. I was coming out, and I saw Justin sitting on the floor talking to a bunch of people. And I was like, how the f-? I was like, did you teleport? How the fuck did you get over here? And I literally walked up and said, Justin, what the? And I realized that's not Justin. It's his fucking doppelganger. And he looked at me. He's like, who's Justin? And I was like are you not Justin? And I, I was so stunned. I was like, and so like, I was like, I was like yelling. I was like, hold on. You need to stand up and come with me. So I literally, this guy, like Steve's like, okay. I was like, I, I need to show you something. So I'm walking with Justin, right? Like, I'm just gonna call him Justin. Cause I can't remember his name. I'm walking with Justin. I'm walking with like, you know what? You know what? We're going to call him. Uh, we're going to call him upside down. Justin. Ah. Okay. I was walking with upside down, Justin. And all of a sudden real Justin is walking down the hallway and he stops and there's like this five seconds of like incomprehension on each of their faces. Like, like Justin, like, like your face, dude, was like, what? Like, I've never seen that look on your face before. It was a look of a man who knows that all of a sudden he's not the only one. It 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 was weird. Yeah, like I um I initially didn't think we looked that close alike. I mean, like, I knew we looked a lot alike, but then every time I look at the picture, I oh default to looking at him, assuming that it's me. And then oh I'm my like, God, shit, so we probably do look pretty yeah. similar. It's to fucking, that. it's yeah. so good. It's so fucking good. Um, but uh, I just, I wanted it. Like, I've been, I, 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 I sent more... that picture to my mom, and she was very upset. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she, she... Can I, can I pause you guys for a please, second? Please, please. Um, Nintendo just fucking announced that the you know the Labo Me- VR Metroid- kit. Oh, never- you know the Labo VR kit. Yes. Yeah. There's they're putting a Mario Odyssey three separate levels on it, and they're putting a Breath of the Wild experience on it. Like not the full well, game. Well, Apparently, on. the Breath of the Wild thing is 30 FPS from what I'm hearing, which <laughs> like that I know we're doesn't work. Tonight, I know we're talking about packs. I just. No, yeah, this is breaking cares. news. This is important. This is but this is good they're shit. They're putting fucking Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey in VR. Like, what the fuck? I can't wait to play <laughs> Mario Odyssey looking through a bird's the... ass. What the hell? <laughs> wait, I'm watching the trailer right now. Are they how much a breath how much of Breath of the Wild are they putting on there? Oh my god. Is it like what is it like an on rails thing? Like what the hell is it? Like Um, so the Mario Odyssey thing is like three levels and it's like collecting coins and music notes, so it's not that big. But they don't seem yeah, Imran is saying Breath of the Wild seems to be the entire game. There isn't anything. There is just absolutely no, no fucking, fucking way. way they're putting There's the no fucking of way I'm playing that like VR. that. Okay, if, no. Oh, if, I'll, do, I'll fucking do it. Are you oh, shitting me? No. I'll, I mean, I'll try, but I don't think it'll be a good experience. No. The Mario thing could be cool, though. The Mario yeah. thing could be cool if it's actually made for it. But if it's just... Breath of the Wild <laughs> 
I, I, no, that sounds, that, that oh, sounds. Imran th- in no. chat also points out that Labo VR only works by tracking the Joy-Cons attached to the visor. So you have to always oh. have your hands up on no, the visor. Absolutely it doesn't, it doesn't not. strap to your head. Absolutely Never fucking mind. not. I forgot about that. Nintendo! No. <laughs> no. Nintendo! This is what Rebecca Rebecca, this is why this is why they're shitting this is why they're just unceremoniously shitting out Labo VR in the middle of April no. with, with not with without much fanfare. No. That's exactly that's exactly why they're okay. doing this. Okay, I'm sorry for derailing everything like that. I just thought no, Rebecca, we need to know about this. That was it's high, high in the it's funny. Awesome. It's funny because like I keep because if if Nintendo was actually trying to get into VR, I'd be really excited. But doing it with the Labo kits is not mm-hmm. how I would <laughs> like them to go about that. So I want to um I, I want to uh, real quick uh. Before we get to control uh, with uh, with Reb and Justin, um, I want to I want to tag team something with uh, with Finn. Um, it, my personal, like like I I was really waffling back and forth between what my game of the show was. I, I didn't get to play as many games. I know what you're gonna did. say. Because uh, you know, because I was running the Hope booth, which was great. Um, but I, I and I was on panels, which was great. But I didn't have a whole lot of time to play as many games as as, as the others did. But Finn and I uh, were able to to tag team a little game called Cyber Shadow. Yeah. And um and Cyber Shadow is easily easily Steve and Chet, Jesus Christ, Blomkamp. Um, but uh I'm I'm totally fucking derailed now. Steve coming in oh, here with that bullshit. Because he's talking about how spicy Finn is. Coming in here with that lewd bullshit. Finn is spicy sorry, though. Sorry, like, Finn. Finn it's is a new game published by Yacht Club. It's it, it, so a, a, important distinction here, Finn. Published is is correct, yeah, not developed. They've never, pu- they've never published anything before. I mean they ah, I made that same mistake. Turns out they have. This have is just they? Their, yes, they published uh, um, NT Creates' uh, Azure Striker Physical Edition. Mm-hmm. Did they really? But they did. This is going to be their first published game that wasn't a game that already released somewhere else. And I, I want to point out, them. I said the same thing you did there in the interview, and he was yeah. like, "Actually," and I'm like, "I knew that. I was testing you, sir." <laughs> Developed by well, one. That, that flew under the radar. I mean, who yeah. knew about that? <clears throat> Developed by okay. one guy by the way. Yes. One guy, one, one guy's making this game. One guy. It is, it is, it is. So like, I was worried and I'll, I'll kick it over to Finn after this. I was worried that this was just going to be like, like coming way too closely on the heels of the messenger, but playing this game, I get the sense that it's, it's trying to do its own thing. Um, oh, it's so. it set much. So like, like Finn, like I got the impression that it was set up progression wise. Cause you know, like, you know, you know, the messenger is uh, like a Metroidvania in the second half of the game. Right. Right. But, I got the impression that this was much more a much more linear experience with branching paths, like akin to like Dracula Three or uh, Castlevania Three. Well, they said that uh, old school NES Castlevania games were a big influence, yeah. along with Mega Man Two and Three. So, I mean, good good things to and Ninja Gaiden, of course. Good good. I just want to say before we jump into it that there was a really fun moment. So I'm setting up for the interview, and they go, he goes, "Do you want to play the game first? And I go, "Sure." And then I stop and I go, "John." I know you're really excited. Do you want to play this? And he goes, no, 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 you go. You're doing the interview. And then three seconds later, he goes, no, fuck it. No, I want to play. Yeah. I'm like, good, good. I'm, I'm a sucker for platformers. I'm a sucker for retro platformers and I'm a sucker for Ninja Gaiden. So like, you know, when you combine the three and this, this game is fucking gorgeous. Like, like it's, it's got that, it's got just a wonderful, and uh, Julian in chat says Castlevania, you say, yes, I, it's, very similar progression wise to Castlevania three where like, you know, it's linear, but you've got multiple paths that branch. You can pick and choose um, <clears throat> the story. 
Uh, I got the impression, Finn, that it's it's not anywhere near as lighthearted as like the Messenger. That seems to have a no. much darker tone. Yeah, the Messenger was like a surprisingly funny, like lighthearted game. Yeah, I didn't really like like I I love the Messenger. I, I didn't care for some of the jokes that were in there. I mean, that's but, fair. But yeah, but but um, but all, all, overall, I, I really liked. It. But but like this seems like it's trying to carve out its own identity, and I was worried that it was going to feel too similar uh, to the Messenger. But from a gameplay perspective, I, like that couldn't be farther from the truth, right, Finn? <laughs> corrected I mean, we both got to play a different level we did we separate levels ready i played it I, I played a level uh very early in the game and i th it looked like you played something that was much later you you were kind of in the middle of the game i think yeah where you had unlocked some new abilities and it looks yeah. like you do get new abilities like uh that are tied to a castlevania style stamina system where you can instead of breaking open candles for hearts you're breaking open these like sci-fi canisters for energy but you have sub weapons and sub abilities. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it, it's Ninja Gaiden. But, but um, there's there's just something like there's something so appealing about it. And uh, again, like I love the I love the artwork and the aesthetic of it. Um, uh, it seems to, it's it seems very challenging, uh, which I like. I like really challenging platformers. <laughs> um, and I think it's it's dropping like this year, right, Finn? That's what they were saying they were aiming for. It's I, I get it mixed up with Katana Zero. I was gonna say yeah, because another game that's coming out in like yeah. Minutes. By the way, Katana like it was a toss up between Katana Zero and Cyber Shadow for my game of the show. Because goddamn, I, I think Josh you learned Katana Zero was great. That was a blast. They actually had to kick me off of uh, the machine because apparently I was playing for too long. But I was just, I was just zoned in completely. Oh, that game <laughs> that's is fucking, great. That game is fucking good. I want to get back to the Katana Zero later because so, I have so, yeah. for it. I actually want to. So I want to kick it over to Rebecca and Justin to talk about Control. There's so many games to talk about. Hey. I just I, I want to keep it moving. Um, I wanted to, so so Control is something that unfortunately I didn't get to play. Um, and I know Zach Zach got the Zach. Well, hold on. Did Zach play it, Justin? I don't think I don't think he did. You played it during media hour, right? Like you were down there playing it. Well, during media okay. Hour. So I tried to play it. During oh, media I rem hour. I remember this. Um, okay. I like so during. We got in for the media hour, and, like, you know, first I, I made a beeline, basically, for the PlayStation booth where a lot of the bigger stuff that I wanted to check out was. And um, I played one round of Mortal Kombat 11, which I'm not really equipped to evaluate. I, I'm really bad at fighting games, but the graphics looked really good. Anyway, um, so then I got in line for Control. I was, like, the fifth person in line, um, but there was only four demo stations set up and the demo was 30 minutes long so <laughs> it was it was over an hour before i actually got to play it meaning i basically missed all of media hour because i was waiting to play control but um i did get a pretty sizable um amount of time with it i did get to play for the full half hour um and i probably wouldn't have gotten to it if it hadn't been for you know getting in line then so yeah. um i'm really glad i played it it was it was a really really cool demo why, so, what, so what was your demo? Was your demo kind of just the free play thing where they let you explore and throw yeah. things around? Okay. Yeah, so like so it was... So I got... Hold on. I got an... I I was at GDC, so I got the fancy thing because I had an interview with them. Um, and I got to watch a... I got to watch them do a demo of actual like story gameplay before I did the demo that you guys did. Um, and it's... I'm not like blown away by the gameplay, but the visuals look sumptuous. Just, yeah, sumptuous is a really good word for it. Actually, yeah. it is just incredibly fascinating to look at, both in terms of just how in like it's not. 
just taken on its own. Like if you just see a screenshot of just the character standing there, it's not like a particular, it's not like a particularly pretty game as the cat again. Um, but th they do so many interest interesting things. I saw the guided demo at E3 as well, and it was different. It was a different section of the game. Um, it, they do, and, and it's improved a lot since E3. Um, not that it was bad at E3, but they, they do so many interesting things with light and color. Um, there was this section that I watched where she is just like, um, oh no, wait, that, that was in the other, yeah, no, that was in the playable demo, never mind. But it, yeah, there's just interesting things with the way light hits things. There's like this long hallway at one point where there's like this guy's face like juxtaposed over you transparently and he's like saying things and yeah, the, it's real it's like, creepy. It's like a, a projection, right? He's yeah, basically that, like a projection yeah. on the wall as you move down that hallway. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I, I, I guess it was in both, like it was in some of the same areas, but I got to watch yeah. like a lot of the combat and get like a little, like little bits of the story as well. It's just fascinating to look at and also they're just really good at like mind fucking with you like they give you a lot of like weird ass things to think about like the, the one that actually sticks out out of me is one from the e3 demo where it's the guy who's just like staring what is it like at a refrigerator or something finn okay. is that what it was and he's just he, like his job is to stare at the refrigerator because it's one of those like objects of power or whatever and if he doesn't <laughs> stare at the fucking refrigerator it's gonna just go berserk and kill everybody and it's just like God, it's, it's just so weird. It, it's just weird, and it well, makes you think about shit, and, like, so, I love it. I have a question. I have a question for both of you. Um, it's really akin to a Metroidvania, isn't it? Like, it's not like yeah, a linear so experience. That's what they keep saying, yeah. That's, they, they, they specifically keep saying that. Um, and also, just for those that aren't familiar with just, like, the general concept right, yeah. of it, because um, it, it's strange. So it basically takes place in a government building uh, called the Federal Bureau of Control. Um, and so it's it you have areas that just look like normal ass uh, you know business offices um, and stuff. but then there's always something strange going on. Um, like basically other dimensions are crossing over into the um, there's this thing called the like, hiss, right? Like yeah, the, the, hiss. the hiss is this weird, yeah. like other dimensional villain kind of thing that comes yeah. in and just fucks the, everybody up. But yeah, you play as um as Jesse, who's like the head of the department, and she has she telekin picks up a, like a magic gun or whatever. Yeah, she has I telekinesis. Mean, she has telekinesis and like a transforming gun. Um, it's really fucking cool. It sounds uh, like the X Files. Cool. It sounds like the X Files. It, it's mm -hmm. honestly what it felt like to me was like an infamous metroidvania in the world of fringe that's what it felt like to interesting. me interesting oh fringe is it that that's a tv show i haven't heard in a long time hey finn Ooh. finn finn what do you want i just, just want to say uh gameplay wise the easiest way to describe it because it doesn't play too similarly to games like quantum break or alan wake it's if anyone remembers the ps2 game psyops the Mindgate conspiracy it's yeah. like a next-gen psyops game merged with a Castlevania exploration, and that it's so, it's so good. I thought it played a lot like like better Mass Effect, honestly. Like you have a gun, and then you have what the hell was it in Mass Effect where you could like move shit around? Biotics. 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 Yeah, like like basically biotics or telekinesis. I don't love Lego biotics. I don't. I yeah. I don't think it's particularly innovative. Like there, there's a, I guess. I don't know if there's like a skill tree or whatever. You can like attach shit to your weapon. Um, you can like, you can change, you can customize a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't blow my mind. It's been done before. It's whatever. But like, that's not the point. 
I don't really think I don't really I, think that's the point in any of Remedy's games. Literally, like the point I, is just this weird world and stuff. I was I, just thinking about something that Imran. I was literally just thinking about this exact thing that Imran said in chat. Like you, like I'm disappointed they didn't continue the rhyming convention because you know you had Alan Wake and then you had Quantum, Quantum Break. Break. Like I feel like with the hiss they should have called it like you know Control a Snake. Or, or something like that. This isn't a you know, Metal like, Gear game, John. Bake, yeah. bake a cake. Control you will take. You know, like, Come on. like Come I, on. I, I don't know. I'm with I, I, Control Quake. I, I'm really, I'm really, so that to me is a here's tragedy. Here's a weird story about this. Games Industry ran an article before, so before, when, because what was it called? Like P5 or whatever it was. So, yeah, it was like P05 or something like that. Whatever the fuck it was. Before we knew it was called Control, we, we ran an interview with Remedy and it was titled like how Remedy is taking back control of its destiny. And I fucking love that headline because we had no idea. We had absolutely no idea. And every time I search for Control in our like like database or whatever, that article comes up and I'm like, yes, we knew somehow. We didn't actually know. <laughs> So, yeah, like, in my time with it, um, I was mostly playing around with the combat. And it was really, really cool. Um, like, like I said before, the flow really reminded me of Infamous, um, where you, like, have, you know, basically kind of powers that are substitutes for typical guns. Like, I mean, she has a gun, but, like, it doesn't work typical. Like, there was two modes in the demo. There was, like a rapid fire mode and a charge fire mode and both modes are on cooldowns. So like, there's no like taking cover and reloading or anything. Um, it just basically hit, hits a point where it like overheats or something and you have to let it go. So then you have to kind of like switch to your powers and she has a dash, she can levitate. Um, and you know, she can pick up and throw stuff with telekinesis and the, um, the level of destruction in the environments is so cool. Um, cause usually when like, there's like physics objects and things that you can interact with, it has to be like broken already by something else, or it has to be like, oh, you can only pick up like the trash cans or something, but in control, you could just like look at a piece of the ground and hit the button that pulls something to you and just rip a chunk of the, um, the floor off and then throw it. Um, when enemies were low on health, you could possess them and then they would start fighting with each other. And, like, I, I, there was one point where I got, like, this one big guy with a Gatling gun. And I basically just set the AI to have, like, this whole blown-out war with each other. And there's, like, papers flying everywhere. The, um, like, the pillars in the, in the, in the, um, the pillars in the area I was in were, like, breaking apart, like, the lobby scene from the Matrix. Like, really cool. um, there was one point where I hit a guy and, like, I exploded a grenade that was on his belt and like this like weird like rainbow mist was everywhere it, it was really cool like tons of effects everywhere um you can smash everything and it's really cool and this was all in an area that looks like you know a normal office building but you know there's guys just like hovering everywhere and like teleporting in from other dimensions what it's is kind of funny how differently we played it because like you i like i did the combat once and i was like whatever i suck at this and i kept going and i wasn't that impressed by it but it sounds like you had a really good time with it i like spent my demo time exploring like everything i could I actually had this weird moment and i think i think it wasn't intended that way but i walked into the bathroom like there's a bathroom in the demo and i just walked in there and the music suddenly went whoa and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is happening and they, they laughed like it wasn't supposed to do that but because you know it's like a it's like a demo it's not 
It's not the final yeah. game. Um, well, but yeah, I went so, into like this kind of underground area where everything was like glowing and lit up and it was super mysterious. Oh, yeah. And then there was like a, that maze that looked like a New York old school yeah. hotel where the walls kept shifting. That was so fucking cool. I love yeah. that so much. Basically how the demo was set up is there was like the central area and then they had some of the side areas um, that you could just kind of go into like the first room of or something. They had specifically set up like a sandbox yeah. for people yeah. to play and it wasn't like a slice of the game. So like if, if you go into the basement area... It's like covered in fungus and glowing, and there's like fungus zombies everywhere out of nowhere. So and cool. then, um, and then like, yeah, there was that this mirror is the last maze. Of us? Uh, the, no, John. No, uh, <laughs> then there was like that mirror maze area that Reb mentioned, and like, there's like weird narration. It looks a lot like the Red Room from Twin Peaks, and it's like constantly transforming. Um, and like after you go through it a few times, you find a chest at the end. It's really, really cool. Um, there was I was. Like the sound, did you find the sound room? Like no, like... I was looking for it when I when I ran out of time. It was uh, like the weird audio room that's like playing like weird music and stuff. I stopped there because I started talking to the developer, but it was, yeah. it was um, weird. Finn, Finn but... what's up? Yeah. No, sorry. I just uh, wanted to ask Josh what one of his favorite games on the show was well, well well hold on real quick hold on i want to i want to make sure we're wrapping up the control talk real quick i don't want to i don't i don't want to kind of do that so uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about control i just love the, i'm excited for it i i haven't played a ton of like big name everybody's excited for it games in a while um i've mostly been sticking to kind of indies and cute things but this one especially because of the fact that like from the looks of it, it seems like I can avoid combat. Like like combat's fine, but it seems like I can avoid it if I want to for the most part. Um, I mean, yeah, there's like boss battles and stuff. Like I did watch a boss battle during the demo, which was really cool. Um, but you know, I I don't know. Like I really I really want to explore this game. I want to see this freaking oldest house and see what it looks like. It it's very intriguing. I think they've I've never played a remedy game before, but I think they've done a good job so far from what I've seen. Having never played a Remedy game, all I know is everything I've seen makes me very badly want to play it. Uh, from the E3 demo and just moving forward, I haven't gotten hands on, but everything that I've seen just is it's the first time one of their games has truly just like appealed to me in just that way. And I'm just like, okay, okay, I, I, I could go for this. It, well, speaking of games, for, I'm for sorry. me, there was, sorry, uh, go. Were you transitioning to something else? I was going to transition, but if you got if you got one quick point, I just, I'm go I just got one wrap up thing. Like, I think it speaks volumes to like the design of the game that I was in the middle of the PAX floor while it was opening. So like the doors had just opened and everybody was pouring in around me. I'm just in the middle of the PAX floor with, you know, headphones on playing it. And I was totally immersed in it for just that half an hour. Like, um, and I really think that if like it could have that much atmosphere, in like the worst possible conditions to be immersed in a game, like the whole thing is going to be a really cool experience. Oh, sorry, my mic was off for a minute. That sounds great, man. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to kick it over to Josh and thank you uh, to Justin and Rebecca for for giving us that that good, uh, you know, that good control talk. That's actually something I'm really looking forward to. I'm glad it's multi-platform too. Um, Josh, why don't you drop a uh, dude? Why don't you drop a game on us that you really liked at PAX, man? What's something hot? Make it spicy. Make it I'm zesty. Oh, zesty, zesty. I'm Make literally it... looking through my, uh, like, I'm looking through my stuff here. I was looking through my notes. I'm looking through everything here. I'm trying to figure out what's a good zesty one. And uh, there's a couple, of, there's like two or three games I did really like on the show floor. But the one that's been sticking in my brain that uh, one of the two games I kept going back just to watch other people play after I had my time with it was uh, Creature in the Well from Flight School Studio. 
Um, yes. It's a game that I straight up told them that I thought the trailer was not impressive. <laughs> I did not like the trailer. I the the pinball mechanics didn't look good to me in there. It just didn't make sense. But the moment I actually went hands on with it, it made sense. Yes. Um, art sells good, uh, but like there's no straight up combat. You are just reflecting energy around essentially with pinball mechanics and stuff like that. Um, you can bypass some challenges, which I did by accident because I didn't understand exactly what I was doing initially, but, um, but just like the ability to just redirect your shots and then take energy in and do charge shots and all these different things in this really stylish, beautiful world. I couldn't stop coming back and watching it, like watching others play. There's just something really breathtaking about it. You know, I asked them what the name of the robot is yeah. and they're like, oh, we actually haven't announced that yet. It's got some numbers in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a simple game like it's one trigger button swings and knocks balls around and mm -hmm. one maintains them with you and charges their power and it's one part pinball one part like breakout game mm -hmm. uh hey, oh so good real I, I tried it too it's so simple but so hard to master real quick oh, yeah. just, i, I want to give somebody a shout out shout out because i've never seen him this is the first time i've ever seen him in here uh adam bankhurst from ign cool dude oh. Yeah. Uh, cool dude we nice. met at uh at at pax adam's an awesome dude we're gonna get him on the podcast actually adam uh at, we've already talked about that adam get your ass on here uh but shout out to adam dude we're glad you're here fucking Welcome. awesome fucking Welcome outstanding little dumpster fire i'm not gonna say no to a little ign in the chat dude i'm not gonna i'm not gonna turn that I mean, down that's fine yeah, you know, i'm cool it, with that it's our job to give smaller outlets a chance to grow <laughs> exactly right like i mean yeah. I, I understand you know ign's ign's a, a, a young a young up-and-comer in the industry, you know, we've, you know, at us being a salty old organization like SDGC that everybody knows about, everybody cares about, everybody's followed for years. Like, we're just trying to give people, uh, I don't know, we're just trying to give people a boost. So, you know, if we can do that, if we can do that for IGN, then I consider this a podcast seize, to be perfectly honest with you. It was, it's yeah. all been worth it to me anyway. That's, I don't know how you guys feel about it. That's just how I feel about it. Um, but uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and uh, like uh, uh, Imran Khan, uh, you know, young up and coming, uh, young up and coming journalist uh a game informer i'm not really i don't know too much about game informer um but i'd love to have imran on and like you know kind of give him a boost you know stuff like that like i just i yeah. love giving back to the, to community. the community that gave so much to just, us just yeah, a venerable exactly. a venerable old podcast like official sdgc that's been around since I, I mean really the beginning of the industry so this is this is really special it makes me feel good um all right i got places this to be this, right. <laughs> this is this is this is um I actually wanted to. Um... Wait, did Josh finish? Creepy oh, Josh, you still going, dude? Yeah, I, I totally well, fucking do Josh. Josh. Please, Josh. No. You know what? Thank you so much. Please, uh, Josh. Everyone made a comment about Creature in the Well over here about its art being inspired by Hellboy's comics, and once you hear that, it becomes so obvious. Yeah. The moment I just read that, I was like. I don't know if you could see my eyes getting really wide there for a second. It wasn't oh, yeah, just no, because of John's bullshitting. It was that. <laughs> how, how fucking dare you, sir? That's not bullshitting. Hey, it's a heartless. Alone, it's, John. I fucking poured my heart and soul out on this podcast just now, and you call it. Get out. You know Josh what? did nothing wrong. Josh, do you have any other fucking video game opinions you want to tell us about right now from PAX? <laughs> fucking video game opinions. Not any good ones. <laughs> so speaking so so josh no, here's the deal no no no, no, no hold on not get, no no bad video game opinions john not tonight no 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 we do need so not a bad video game opinion but an opinion on a bad video game and and to everybody in chat no so so yeah so there's been uh, by the way there's been a lot of questions about the beanie i'm looking for another brand 
I'm, I'm getting rid of this <laughs> no. fucking thing. Because what? no, no, Rebecca, yeah, Josh, and Justin, and Finn will tell you too many people at PAX had this meeting. Yes. No, 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 it, no, no, no. I didn't even people tell you the story. So, him. No, my favorite thing, John, is I'm. This is legitimately happened. So I was walking around with a friend of mine. She was doing this uh, like grassroots marketing thing. This random guy joins up with us, wearing the beanie, has the same beard as you, and the same height, literally the same body build. And I just saw him from the side. And I just stood there, and I was, and I'd look at Justin, my Justin, and I'm just like, I thought John flew home, like, bright and early. What? And I just tapped the guy, and it's clearly not you as soon as he actually, like, goes head on me. And it just, it was, it was horrifying. Too many, like, too many fucking people have this thing out. I said, I said, this, this is wrong. This is unacceptable. Too many fucking. you can't get rid of the beanie. But Rebecca, wait till I tell you what I'm replacing it with. I don't care. What if I told you it was a Moogle hat? <laughs> it's a, it's a Moogle hat with Moogle ears and like the pom pom on top. Oh, you would never wear that. You're fucking a right. I would wear that. I love Final Fantasy. I know I you do. Like I like it. Still oh, it. here we go. We managed to get what is it? 55 minutes in, we got to Final Fantasy. By the way, Final <laughs> Fantasy VI, uh, 25th, 25th. Oh wait, wait, wait. 25th, 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VI the other day. Let's let's fucking give the greatest game of all time the respect Final it deserves. Let's do respect. Can now rent a van to fit all of its amazing characters in. Rebecca's gone now, but it's fine. It's fine. She'll come back. She can't stay away. Rebecca can't stay away. Um, there there is something there. There is a game uh, that uh, I was I witnessed at PAX that I wanted to mention because it was actually a crushing disappointment. And this is gonna upset some people in chat, uh, probably Julian especially. But um, I know what you're gonna say, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna don't, don't on hold on. <laughs> what, what, what's happening here, Rebecca? What is this? She got her own pet. Rebecca, so I, why have you not worn that before now, Rebecca? Why are we just now seeing? Why are we just not seeing this? I'm not a beanie kind of person. I like it though; it's good. I mean, it it's works. Cute. It's, it fits it's you. It's not winter. It suits I usually you. wear these like in the winter. I've got this. I've got a pusheen beanie, and I have that control beanie they gave me for play control. You actually walked away, and I was like, Rebecca can't stay away from us. She's coming oh, back. Oh, absolutely I know, not. I was I just getting the beanie. She's coming back. But, but Rebecca, I'm going to tell you about a game that I saw at PAX that I was very disappointed in. Oh, no. And that game is Bloodstained. Yeah. Um, okay. Tell me about that. So I didn't get the chance I to- I probably agree with you. <laughs> so I did not get the chance to play it, but I saw a lot of it. Um, it is fugly as shit. Uh, the art style sucks. It's- it- it- it doesn't run well. It doesn't play well. Um, I it this is you know what it reminded me of. It reminded me of it reminded number nine. Yes. No. Yes. yes. Finn. I no, Finn. No. Finn. Podcast dad is talking. You'll get your turn. You'll get your turn. Justin, put your hand down. Hold on. Oh my god. Hold on. Podcast Every dad. hold on, everybody. Just hold on. Let me finish my point. It. It, it is it is not what I expect from from um, an Igavania, uh, for la for lack of a better term. And I think this is going to be Iga's. Uh, I think it's going to be his, his mighty number nine. It does not look like it looks low budget. It looks the polygonal style of the game does not suit it well. Um, it's like this. It it almost looks like a weird mix of polygons and cell shaded, uh, and 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 it just not was highly i was so disappointed to see it in action that that i i can't really get over it i love symphony of the night is one of my favorite games of all time and this was just a just a massive letdown to see it um i'm glad i didn't kickstart it 
because I'd be really pissed off and disappointed right now. Um, so we, so Finn was raising his hand and Justin was, was raising his hand. Justin, did you play it? I didn't play it, but I backed it and I got the email that showed up that showed off what the updated artwork looks like that was not in the demo and it looks way, way better. Um, it sounds like the switch version, which is the one that was on the floor. That was the one that was on PAX, the floor. was real rough. Uh-huh. It yeah. was but, super um, rough. But I, I have seen, I have seen, I have seen updated artwork from the game that looks way, way better. I mean, artwork is fine. I'm talking so, about the actual visual style of the game. So unlike John, I actually did play the game. Uh, so I will. I mean, I feel I was right there. I fucking saw it, dude. It looks ugly as shit. Tell me that game doesn't look ugly as shit. I did not think so, but that's that's just a visual thing. You also said it played bad, and I'm gonna hear to uh, stop you on that one. I have I, talked to multiple people who have played it, Finn. It is in no way a Mighty Number no. Nine situation. Uh, I actually really enjoyed my time with it because I was pleasantly surprised to see they also mixed some Dawn of Sorrow slash Aria of Sorrow in it, where when you kill enough enemies, you'll get their soul, which unlocks additional powers and buffs and upgrades. And uh, that's the only buff we need is right here, baby. That's it. It's the only beanie? buff we need. I agree. We were happy. I, I mean, I want to backpedal a little bit. I know I'm the one who said Mighty Number no. Nine. I don't think it. And I didn't. I didn't play the GDC. I played it both at E3 last year and at PAX West last year. Um, or I think that's right. Yeah, I played it twice now since it was first announced. Um, I I certainly don't think it's Mighty Number no. Nine level. Like the the pizza graphics in Mighty Number no. Nine were just a little much. Um, I. I'm just not like blown away by it. No, and, and, that's and I, I think the thing is like, I've played symphony of the night. And when I play symphony of the night, I think this was obviously great in its time and was super important. And I see why people find it important now, but it's in the category of games where I'm like, I don't know that we really needed like basically a remake of something symphony similar with night. some additional yeah. shit thrown on top. Like you I feel the same way about it that I feel about ukulele and like, about Mighty Number no. Nine stands the fact that Mighty Number no. Nine was kind of bad just on its own. I mean, we're like, realizing that uh, spiritual sequels yeah. uh, are very tough to live up to. I yes. think of the three, because the big three are Bloodstained, Ukulele, and Mighty Number no. Nine. Bloodstained is easily the best of the three. Do I think it's going to ever reach the levels of actual Castlevania games? Fair. No, Fair. I don't. Is it still a fun game that I have no regrets backing? Also, yes, because I was a backer and I was actually that was the first time I played it was at PAX and I was I was very happy with what I played. NT Creates got booted off the project. I had no idea. That happened a while ago. I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't pay attention because I wasn't interested in the game. That happened like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I actually like I I just I wanted to bring that up because I, you know, like, like, in all jokes aside, I love symphony of the night is one of my favorite games of all time i love castlevania and this one just 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 leaving it just i don't know something about it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth um but i wanted to actually uh move on from the from the con talk and and discuss something that happened justin what's up i i had a handful of other games i was going to talk about one i wanted to go in depth and then a couple others i just wanted to give some quick impressions is that okay uh what's the in-depth game uh sayonara wild hearts uh go go ahead because that was my um, that was my personal game of the show. Uh, it was over at the Annapurna booth. It's developed I think by I heard so much about all of it. Um, everyone stopped, kept going on about it. Yeah, it's developed by Samogo Games, um, and it's incredibly cool. If you haven't heard heard of it, it's um, 
a rhythm action game that's an homage to like magical girl anime stuff oh like that's the Sailor one i Moon. saw i saw maddie and zach playing that okay it's like the it's it's like a on rails thing right kind of sometimes yeah. Um, and it's, um, the entire thing is like choreographed to a pop album the developers have have made. And it's extremely, extremely cool. Um, basically the demo, I I think it starts at the very start of the game up through like the first boss fight. So you get like a really good progression of how, of how it goes. Um, it's got a great art style. It reminds me of like the, do you guys remember like the feel the magic games on the DS? um no no okay well it reminds me of those um art style wise but um he plays this woman that like there's like a butterfly that flies by her bed and she gets powers or something it's not that clear (laughs) yeah Um, Yeah, i mean mean, that sounds fine that's normal um and then so like you start off skateboarding and then you know you move you fly a little bit and then you're riding on a motorcycle but like at the end you're like fighting these three triplets that are on um that are on motorcycles and they're like standing on motorcycles and fighting and like it it, and um you're also driving um like you're also like driving through the streets and stuff it's really cool because it switches perspectives and play styles a lot yet it's really easy to intuit how you're supposed to like um so you'll be like driving through the streets on a motorcycle where you actually have like free movement um between and like if you hit certain things you get boosts um and then you know different items will are kind of in sync with the music timing it kind of reminded um, me of thumper justin yeah yeah and then there's times yeah. when like um you have to like tap to punch the other um like your enemies and stuff it was really really cool i was really really impressed by it and I, um, that was that was my favorite demo of PAX East, and I award, I awarded it a Saki, and I'm extremely excited for that game. Would you Would you give it uh, out of five gamer fuels? How many would you give it? Ah. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> um, he would not subject anything to gamer yeah. fuels. Thank uh, you. Well, it was also funny because I was playing it, and like, I was definitely not the typical target audience for this. Uh, for this game and like this older woman that was working the Annapurna booth was kind of like glaring at me when I was first playing it. And then she came over like towards the end when she saw me just having a big smile on my face the whole time while playing. And she's like, do you like it? Or do do you really like it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm having a wonderful time. She like, didn't believe me. <laughs> you, you hate it. Don't you just, you um, don't even need to say it. I can tell by the look on your face. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's coming to mobile and Switch. Switch, that's right. Yep. I played it on Switch. I'll probably I'll probably pick it up. I mean, it looks cool. Um, Imran it was, and chat. It, it was awesome. I loved it. Imran and chat said uh, it's uh, an experience, not really a particularly skill based game, uh, which does kind of set it apart from Thumper because like Thumper is fucking hard. Like you need you need fucking yeah. mad skills to play Thumper. Um, I I, I do want to move on from the con talk and talk about something that happened. Uh, wait, what? I'm sorry. It's to keep stopping you, but Finn didn't talk about a game yet. Oh, Finn has. I, okay, go ahead, Finn. Sorry, I mean, I've, John. I've, I've discussed games others have brought up, but I haven't gotten <laughs> to talk about a game myself. But it's. Can we? Do you want to just loop back to Con after you? No, talk no, no, about no, no, no. Topic? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. 
So I just had, uh, I mean, I, I played way too many games and there's so many like standouts. I don't want to go like super in depth in any of them because that would just take too much time. But I, instead I'll, I'll, I'll share some stories. Cause I mentioned this one to John, but I just think it's a good story for oh, the Oh, he's chat. got stories. Is we were, I was interviewing Katana Zero's dev, which is another single dev game, which blows my mind. And yeah, that's fucking wild. It was at a time when everyone else was busy. So I had the camera, but no cameraman. So I just turned and asked a very kind person in line, would you mind holding the camera while I do this quick interview? You're fucking lucky he didn't run off into the crowd with it. <laughs> I mean, you mean Derek's lucky. <laughs> but, so he does. He's like, yes. And as we're set up, he's like, so by the way, who are you with? Like, who am I helping out here? And I go, oh, we're just a we're just a podcast called the SDGC. And he goes, oh, shit, I follow you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh, I remember and that. Like, yeah, yeah. What? What is this world? I remember that. We had, a, we, we, we had a few, a few of those happen, actually. Like, holy shit, yeah. I follow you guys. And then Thomas from Devolver uh, and the dev from Katana Zero were so happy about their sake. They pinned it on their giant <laughs> Devolver booth. It was just a sake hanging on their wall. It made me very <laughs> happy. But uh, You're welcome. Thank you, sake. You're <laughs> <was> all... <laughs> so cool. Um, so, the other games that I would put, like my top five, I would just say, Cyber Shadow, like John said, Katana Zero, um, Star Renegades was phenomenal. I don't, I don't, can't even get into that one. It was so good, but check that one out. But I think Derek and I played a game that we. It's every year at PAX you come across a game that you've never heard of before. Like last year was Disco Elysium. I had never heard about it until I mm-hmm. saw it at PAX, and this year it was a game called Night Call. It's made by this French studio. It's extremely, our jam, it's a noir murder mystery game where he plays a cab driver being blackmailed by the French police. And this is why it's oh, similar to Sacre Neo Bleu. Cab. And this is my second favorite game of show. Oh, God, yeah, see, he gets it. Uh-huh. And uh, and you get these people into your, your cab, and you, ha- you have to, like, subtly interrogate them and try and figure out which of these 80 characters, any 20 of which will be procedurally added into your game, and the killer changes every gameplay. So you never know who's the killer and you have to figure it out. And at the end of your day, you get put onto one of those like uh, Charlie from it's always sunny boards with the string <laughs> and this, and you yep. have to try and piece together who this murderer in France is. And the a- atmosphere was so good in this game that I just, I, he got the very first Saki award of PAX. Coveted. It was very coveted. And coveted he, as fuck. And this, this gentleman, he was the, uh, the scenario writer for the game was so tickled that we were, our, our award was a sock that he also pinned it to his booth. And <laughs> Night, Call, Night Call was just, it's the game that other games like Creature in the Well, Overland and stuff like we had seen announced beforehand. But this was the game that I had never heard of before. Went in, uh, I had gone to Raw Fury to see Atomic Crops and Star Renegades. And then he was like, hey, we also have Night Call. And boom, just blew my mind. I just want to point out to anybody who's going to listen to this later who's not watching it, Finn's camera did this weird focus thing, and for a minute I was like, why does Finn look like he just watched The Ring? Like, <laughs> why? What's what's happening? Um, but I just want to point out that, like, the Saki Award was coveted, right? Like, like yes. de- developers go into these shows, like, thinking to themselves, you know, fuck game of the show. For, I, I don't need that. Am I getting a sock puppet? Like, that's, that's, that's the question I have. And, like, that's, I think, Finn, I feel like that's where we're at now as a podcast um is is developers wanting the coveted saki award um yes, that was that's, fun no no that's 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 what i think i mean i mean uh 
uh, who else? Days Gone, the uh, the Days Gone folk, uh, they, they they got a sake, didn't they? Yeah. Days Gone got a sake, uh, and Dreams, I I gave one oh, on yes. half of Justin because I ran into them. The, the <laughs> should, should I talk about that? I I know we wanted to move on, but so, like. I was so I was going to actually have you and me and maybe somebody else record a separate thing because because th- that's a three hour deal and you were there you were there for a while and there's a lot to unpack there. Well, um, just ju- I I haven't talked about it. I I met the developers of Dreams at um at E3. They had a rad. yeah they had an offsite um uh, Q and A um after packs <laughs> on the front on um on that friday and so i met met up with some of them at a bar and i played the game with them and talked to them for a while um uh for those that don't know it is coming into early access on april 16th so very soon um and it's gonna be 30 bucks for the early um early access i'll pay it um and in talking with them i'm so excited i mean i was already i've already talked quite a bit about how excited i am for dreams but like talking with the team and like how much thought they've put into every facet of the game and like how much effort they're pouring into it and how committed they are to you know the concept of dreams uh it's really exciting and i think um people are gonna be really really impressed once that hits i can't fucking wait just like you know the the promise and the, the the you know the potential i think i think the next big crop of of, of devs are going to be found in dreams at least i hope they are um i do want to move on uh from the con talk and talk about something that happened the other day that i think is pretty cool and i think bears discussion just a little bit of discussion and that is a series of tweets from wario 64 regarding best buys uh skew system um <sighs> And uh, and uh, a a number. Of, re, what, hold on, Rebecca. What is the, what is this? What, what is this, Rebecca? Sorry. Why? What is this? It's what is this? Just we. This. <laughs> so no, I'm not gonna lord it over. I'm not gonna gloat or anything because you because 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 yeah, this could, you can't really gloat at this point. This dude. could be this could be anything, right? Like 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 this could be anything. So so Wario sixty four tweeted out that a number of games were in the SKU system uh, on the back end, like on the like. Not at the front end of the register, but like at the back end, like you know that you know the shit the, that only the employees can see at Best Buy, uh, and the games were uh, Persona Five S, um, or though oh, it was just Persona Five in the system. Persona uh, Metroid, Five, but it was in the system for Switch. For Switch, that's what I'm. Yeah, uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy, um, links uh, a link to the past. Oddly enough, uh, and I feel like I'm missing one. Am I missing one? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> was that it? Okay, so. So let's talk about this. Um, no, what's his nuts like trying to bring out Twilight Princess or something? But something like yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, okay. Imran chat says nope. It's those three. So, so I'm not going to sit here and say that that means they're real because I don't think that's what I you know, like. You know, all joking Let me, like, aside. Clarify this for the audience. So for the last like three fucking Nintendo directs, John has come <laughs> into no, our DM. It has no. been since <laughs> since the Game Awards. Since okay. the, the Game Awards. No, it's been longer than it's, that. He's been talking about Metroid longer. Prime Trilogy for longer than that. He's been talking about it for a longer. while. Like, it, it's been, it's been, it's been like, almost at least since, I've, been a, almost since I've known him, every time there's a fucking Nintendo Direct, he's going like, they're going to announce Metroid Prime so, so Rebecca, No, hold on. I've got people telling me they're going to do it. It's going to happen. They're, they're going to do it. He's like so convinced. He's positive. He's like tweeting about it. He's in the DM about it. He is so sure they're going to do it. And they never do. They now, never to do. be clear, 
I, I mean, again, I don't know anything. Like, I, I have no sources. I have no knowledge of anything. I am 100% certain you're right. I am sure they are making the Metroid Prime trilogy. I'm oh, sure it's already it's done. This, I'm sure they're going to announce it in one of these directs at some point. But God, is it funny that you keep bringing it up. <laughs> Why would you laugh at my the... pain, Rebecca? Why would you oh, laugh at my agony? Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so also, sad. And also, I just want them to keep prolonging it just for uh, this. That's terrible, Rebecca. Jeez. <laughs> Another prediction of John's that he was making up till recently was that dreams wouldn't come out. Yeah, dreams. Okay, you, you know what? You know what? Hold on. We we're are, not here. No, 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 no. All right, released. lads. We're not here to talk about. We're not here to talk about John's predictions. We're here to talk about this shit in the Best Buy system. Um, and uh, fucking Imran talking shit in chat. He says, "I want to say at least once." John asked me on Twitter if it's coming, and I went 100% because I thought it was funny. Thanks, Imran. Imran appreciate Imran, that. Imran has been right enough that we all believe him, and so now he knows that he can just fuck with yeah. us and so, tell us shit is so, real when it's not. So I guess Imran, so Imran is of the opinion that this stuff is real, um, although he doesn't know what's up with A Link to the Past. Um, and I, yeah, I don't really – I don't, I, I don't really know what's up with that either. Um, maybe, he's, maybe he's just – maybe he's just kidding. Maybe he does know. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys um, – Let's just, you know, let's play devil's advocate and just pretend these are real. Like, like, let's just say this is real, right? Uh, does this mean that a Nintendo, or a Nintendo Direct is very soon in our future? Because I think we're due for one. I mean, yes, in the sense that a Nintendo Direct is always in our future. Sort like, of. Okay, you like know what I mean, Rebecca. No, but I don't. Like, it's fucking April. The next big thing is going to be E3. I think it's a fair assumption that we maybe might have a small one before then but i think we'll like yeah like i mean maybe not i, I mean i don't I know I don't, think, I don't think this means anything like listings go up all the time sometimes they're bullshit sometimes they're not um i think metroid prime trilogy exists i think leak to the past is maybe a little weird um i would like to see some more clarification on what's going on there but no this I don't think this means anything. I think I think Persona Five exists too on Switch. I think I, I think. I it's mean, probably it's fucking been bad. obvious like, since yeah. the Game Awards when they announced yeah. Joker in Smash. Oh like. yeah, no, that's just good <laughs> well, you know, well, granted, guys, granted, like that doesn't mean that. I mean, just because it's a Smash character doesn't mean that necessarily the game is coming. I mean, there's no Metal Gear games on on Switch or even like you know Wii U. There's no. Uh, you know, Cloud dropped uh, in Smash Brothers when there was no hint of Final Fantasy right, VII coming. Right, but like, I don't know, like the Joker Persona thing, especially with how requested it is. Like, I mean, that just seems like an obvious thing. So, like, so I I know for so like Metroid Prime trilogy predictions aside, like it's it's real, it's a thing, it exists. It, apparently, it's been done for a while, and they're just sitting on it. Um. I'll kick it over to Josh. Josh, um, do you think that one? Do you think that these? And because each one of them has like its own separate skew, right? Um, so, so, so one. Do you think these things are real? And two, if they are real, what the fuck is up with a link to the past? That I have literally no answer because I was reading that and my brain just kept like trying to run through what that what that could mean. I, I mean, mean, that couldn't mean that couldn't mean a remake, right? That's ridiculous, right? Like they wouldn't do that. It seems unlikely. I mean, any. I think in this, we're in a really weird world for gaming of late. So I think anything theory could be possible, but I, I think unlikely. I don't know. The uh, Persona Switch seems like a given. I my curiosity is that makes it, sense. Uh, yeah. Is it uh, the was it what was the term for the Royal Edition? Whatever is it? The, the Royal. So, so the Royal version is on like PS4. 
but 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 the one on switch is rumored to be called persona 5s not persona 5r um and i'm i'm betting it's going to be like a p4g deal um you know something like that uh i I don't really know what that entails but i mean i mean persona 5 switch is probably what it stands for to be perfectly honest with you that's what i that's what i would imagine um but again the entry in best buy just says uh persona 5 so maybe they're just going to call persona 5 on switch i have no idea um but isn't there supposedly some kind of rumored uh announcement from atlas coming at the end of the month i distinctly remember hearing that it's not rumored they um initially in march they had teased the persona 5 r announcement and then you know they had then it was like oh persona 5 royal for ps4 and then come back on this date and then there was and then that date ended up being just a new teaser on the site that said and something at the end of the month gotcha okay that makes sense um i don't know if this shit is real i mean i i just want fucking i want fucking metroid prime trilogy on switch guys that's all i care about uh but uh, i don't know like the 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 link's awakening thing kind of got me uh because or i'm sorry not link's awakening uh, a link to the past simply because we know we're getting that remake of link's awakening this year and i'm wondering if they would release two um two 2d zeldas uh in the same year um or or, or i don't know like maybe link's awakening or a, a link to the past is some kind of a a bonus for for pre-ordering well, Link's Awakening. Maybe someone at Best Buy's a dumbass. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I mean, this could. I mean, Reb makes a good point. Like, you know, Rebecca, are you suggesting that maybe some this is supposed to be Link's Awakening and somebody just fucking internet wrong? Apparently, Link's Awakening is already listed, so that seems oh, unlikely. But it's like, it's most. I I don't know. Like, it just seems. It, it does seem really weird. Um, I I don't know what to make of it, and I. I am not, I, I write for a game site and I feel like I always have to like preface things by saying, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Like no one tells me anything. Nintendo especially doesn't tell me anything. So I, I have no idea. It's just, it's, it just seems very weird. And it seems especially weird because I feel like if it's getting a best buy listing, I feel like we already would have heard about it from somewhere, even just in the rumory fuzzy sense. So what if this is actually cadence of Hyrule? I mean that title is so different. Like, it is, uh, it, it is. But I mean, Cadence of Hyrule, like, like it's got bosses that are ripped right out of right out of a link to the past. It could be. I mean, it could really be a lot of different things. It, it could yeah. be like just a port. It could be. It could be a whole. It could be a Link's Awakening type thing. It could be nothing. I mean, I I don't know. I. I don't think we have enough. In, it's like those math problems in grade school. It's not enough information. We don't have enough information to say anything. Well. It's bold, just weird. Bold prediction. Nintendo's uh, Nintendo N- Nintendo Direct next week. Predicting it right now. Calling it right no, now. No, no. We're gonna get it. We're okay. gonna get it. We're okay, get what it am week. I what am I going to do on stream next week if you're right? I you know what? What's the bet? You know what? What? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If what? if if I'm wrong, <laughs> if I'm I don't wrong think a fucking Nintendo Direct. No, next no, no, week. no, no. If there if there is no Nintendo Direct next week. Okay. Let's make it fun. Rebecca will pick my headgear for the next two podcasts. Okay. Out How about of that? what options? Like, is just whatever you options? want. Whatever you want. Maybe Tell me to do it, okay. and I'll do it. Okay. How about that? It's right, um, right, right okay. here, publicly. Okay. And if I'm wrong, if there is an Nintendo Direct, what do I? Do? Oh man, this is tough. Um, 
This is Imran this has is, not told me anything. I don't fucking know about any Nintendo Directs. Um, Rebecca, let me sleep on it, and we'll t- okay. we'll announce it publicly tomorrow on Twitter. Oh God, okay. Let me think about it. I I need to think about this one. Um, and uh, we're we're kind of bumping up against our time, so I do want to start wrapping up here. Um, I just want to mention, by the way, that uh, Yoshi's Crafted World is fucking wholesome and beautiful. Oh and if my God! If you're not playing it, you fucking need to be because because. I- Keep seeing you two talking such nice things about the game. I oh, hated so... the demo so much. Oh, no, 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 no. I no. hate it, Josh. No, it it's was pure. Just, How I, no, I thought it? it was. I thought it was pure. I thought it was nice. I thought the music was super repetitive and gave me a headache. Okay, and that is I my, thought... literally my only <coughs> criticism about the music it. Isn't it great. has like and, one track. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it was one track, and Bang. the gameplay just didn't super appeal to me. My only interest in it is if my oldest kid was a, maybe a little bit older. I would like to play with him, like, because it looks like something I would love to play with him. But for me, just for me personally, I just looked at it. And I'm like, this is cute. This isn't for me. I That's my brand, though. I that used to be my brand I, with gaming. It's I don't know. I I, I must have, like gone sideways at some. Point. I mean, I just love Nintendo platformers. So yeah. hey, ba- bad bit. Yeah. By the way, there hey. Also, oh hey, yeah. Bad bit is the guy Rebecca who recorded that very very I sweet know. video for I you. I know that was him. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. I know, sure. and that was so sweet, and thank you. Um, Josh, it, yeah, like, if you don't, if you're not into that, it's not your thing. Yeah. There are some levels at the end. I cannot wait for Josh to get there. I beat the game last night, and holy shit, there's this one level at the end. Like, it's basically a mock horror game, and it's so Ooh, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking play it as soon as we're done, it's done, done so here. It's so um... fucking good. And there's this other level, okay. You know what? I'm just going to talk about it. John, take off your headset if you don't want spoilers. Um, there is this level at the <laughs> end where you are, you're like, this is, the, this is towards the end of the game. You're playing and it's like space themed and you're going through like the space environment. And then you get in a little like paper rocket ship and it blasts you off and you think the level's over, right? But the level's not over. You arrive on the moon and there's a gap. And so you jump and you go, like, because it's the moon and there's no gravity. And I know that sounds like so dumb and simple, but it made me so happy. <laughs> Saki wants me to tell you she is having a lot of fun playing Yoshi. I'm I'm done talking about it. John can come back. Come back. Come back. I just wanted it just, just made me so happy. I just want I just, you to know that like all I heard was like some muffled talking and then Rebecca's voice going really high. And I could <laughs> I did I, right. I couldn't understand what was happening. I just heard like squee and I was like, uh Rebecca's great. It's such a good game. Uh, so we'll, we'll um we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh and uh does uh Josh, dude, thanks for joining us, man. You're not a guest, you're a friend. You're a friend, dude. I like being here. It's fun. <coughs> I, I just love getting to hang out with you guys and meet everyone that you know, other than John. So we're awesome. We're hand, yes. you know, we're we're cool. We're you know, everybody everybody's good looking. Like like it's it's all good here, you know? Like and, yeah. and because everybody's good looking, you fit right in you know like nice. it's it's all natural it's natural you're, you're you know you're, I you're, think you're about like that a natural you're a natural <laughs> fit no you're a natural fit because you're good looking yeah, i'm so don't... happy i finally got to be on a podcast with you this is literally i've been waiting to be on a podcast with red like I, the moment that those not in this john invited me into the chat and then invited her and the moment i saw i got very giddy and very he has oh, rebecca thank you That's rebecca so sweet. Rebecca, he actually like uh, he pinned me against a wall in an alley in Boston and put a knife. He put a knife to my throat. He said, "If you don't get me on a podcast with Rebecca, you're a dead man." 
and I was like, "Well, please." I was like, "Me to go around." I was like, "I was like, Josh, that's a little dark, but yeah, sure, that's fine." <laughs> also, so, like, John, also, that's a little dark. Guys, that's not I, what I'm repenting for. Don't let John in this podcast before I do what we promised Chet at the very start of this show. <gasps> oh, oh real, but, Hey, before we do that, before we do that, Finn, uh, Imran wants to know: Did we ever settle if John a solid snake? Uh, John is not solid snake. Derek, Derek is, solid is solid snake. Solid Derek snake. is solid snake. I think I'm more of like a big boss. Thanks, Imran. I win. You know, we like, had well, like we had a disagreement as to whether or not you were solid snake, and I was saying Derek was solid snake. Derek is solid snake, and I like like I'm I'm big boss, right? Like I feel like I'm more of a big boss. I think you're venom Eric, snake. Thank you. Ve- venom snake, do you think, Finn? Yeah. Or or punished snake? Uh, venom snake or punished snake? You're all right. I'll give you punished snake. Punished snake, you think maybe? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm Otacon. Yeah, like I just need an eye patch. Maybe I'll wear an eye patch in the next episode. And I'll be I'll be big boss. <laughs> so Finn is going to do some kind of a dramatic reading for us, I think. Yeah. We leave. So I'm so uh, excited. Allow, allow me to paint this picture for you. Oh, Set the God. stage. So By the way, Finn, can you please confirm I'm a fun drunk? Uh, John is a very fun drunk, as mm-hmm. I'm sure our Uber driver back to the hotel will attest to. <laughs> um. John, John is a happy drunk, which is nice. You you, you don't know how people are going to go when they've had, what was it, John? Six old fashions? A lot. In a rapid succession John! of time. It was a lot. It's not his fault. an industry event. It was a Other lot. Other people bought them for him. It's fine. It was a lot. So John started tweeting, and, and don't worry, I'll also tell you about the Uber ride because I'm pretty sure John does not remember any of the things he said. I remember some of it. So, and none of it's bad. Like, none of this is going to be like milkshake ducking John. Like, this is all very (laughs) wholesome drunk stuff. I feel like you wouldn't put it on this podcast if you were milkshake ducking. Oh, of course not. But I mean, John's the kind of person where you don't even have to worry about that. So it's Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so it starts with update. I am drunk. No, no, I'm sorry. I I apologize. It uh, starts with announcement. I'm drunk, comma, good night. Followed by... Several minutes later, update, I am drunk, all capitalized. Followed by a deleted tweet, or someone that blocked me, who knows? And it just says, hello, however, it must be stressed that it was spelled H-L-O, because that, that's where we are at this point. Hello, hello. Uh, then, and this is my favorite part, because someone didn't know who Vicky was, and they're, they're calling to me is like, what is John doing? Because the next tweet is... Hey, Vicky, his wife, you're hot as fuck. And <laughs> so if you didn't know that was his wife, that could have gotten a little dicey. But we're good. We're, st- we're still trucking along. We're good. Then the best one is this is what starts the, the, the bread and butter of this entire night, which is hello, Kay. <laughs> and then our, then our very own Josh. Josh, do you remember any of this? Life. I remember some of it, like 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 flashes, you know, like <laughs> like like it happened to somebody else, but not to me. Our very own Josh here goes go to bread, John. Which I don't know if that was on purpose. Go to fun. bread. It's yeah. an he was old just, Simpsons joke. He was oh, yeah wow. yeah. He was telling me to go get that bread. <laughs> and then he goes, I don't, I still don't know what John meant by this. Do not why one one. <laughs> Like, do not ye? Are you are you trying to say do not Y two K? I don't fucking know, dude. I was I was like five, six okay. old fashions in at this point. I so may have been in the bar looking at like I think I, I think I showed that to Dave Oshry trying to decipher what, what the yeah. hell. Look, oh friends, friends don't let friends Y eleven. Okay. 
<laughs> he, he immediately followed it up with, I believe, Y11 was one half of what he meant to say, because the second half of that sentence is, tell me to sleple. <laughs> and so it's, do not Y11, tell me to sleple. And then sleple just became a thing, because Everybody immediately, Reb jumps in and goes, John, sleple. And Josh <laughs> goes, very sleple, please, some of us need to live vicariously through your sleple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Aiden remember reading that. <laughs> well, you did. Aiden Strohan. By the way, Imran in chat says Sleppel is Odin's horse. Fuck. <laughs> I don't want it to be something. Which is after. This is after we were all in bed and assumed John was oh, no. as well. No, no, no. no. This, is, this, this is before Ooh. we left. You guys had already left. No, but this, this is no. I'm pretty sure this is after because I didn't see it till the next morning. Okay. Oh my god. Because <laughs> then Aiden Strawhun replies, "You sleple, Josh," and John pops back in, "Do King indeed?" <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be fucking, and then autocorrected to ducking, and then he tried to fix it, but instead of deleting the D, he deleted the C and turned it into two words. <laughs> so after that, we get. <laughs> Y'all, listen. Which is everyone's favorite drunken way to start. A of sentence. course, yes. Y'all, y'all, listen. We know it's You're coming. All wonderful. Also, however, props to him for using the correct form of your. You're all wonderful, and I had a good pax with you. And KM going to slept now. So it wasn't <laughs> this time. It wasn't sleptful, but it still wasn't sleep. And then he goes, I'm so glad I got I I'm so glad I'm got to see everyone this week. I'm really happy. And then what was an attempt at a smiley face, immediately followed by that was supposed to be a smiley face. <laughs> and then fuck, I'm this is my favorite ever. Fuck, I forgotten to brush in my tether. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Um, that is that is the king. It, it's almost as good as Sleppel because he forgotten to brushing his tether. Okay, you gotta fucking you know like. Okay, for Reek now, I'm going to bed. Listen, you are all windful. I, I think you killed Rebecca. And I'm happy I know you. You make dot y life better. Good night. And then he wakes up the next day. I refuse to delete my drunk tweets. Sorry. And you think at the end of it. However. In between these moments, we take a lift think, back home from the West. Well, hold Lounge. on, real, real quick, real quick, Finn. I, I, we need to check on Rebecca. Is she, Rebecca, okay. are you with us? Like, oh, is she? All right, Reb. Somebody call Rebecca an ambulance. Because Reb, I'm about to tell you exactly how John gets when he meets new friends oh, while drunk. Oh, we get into the uber oh no and, and 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 the first thing john says he gets in sits down i'm fucking drunk i'm sorry and she goes you can see the panic in her face because she's like well her first thing is do you need a bag she's like do not throw and he goes no no i'm good i'm just sorry because i talk a lot when i'm drunk and i'm fucking drunk and he just starts up it's it's, a, it's adorable and then there's some reading of uh, of street signs as we're driving by. And then he starts telling her about how, don't worry, we're gamers, but good gamers. Don't really worry, we're gamers. <laughs> no, okay. Holy earlier, shit, John. Earlier in the night, uh, <laughs> we had taken a lift where 
the guy wanted to at like do some riddles or something. Can I like, can I point out guys, like I was sarcastic. Guys, this is sarcastic. Yeah, sure. Are you guys are you guys are you guys smart? And John just yells out, Oh yeah, we're gamers. And I almost <laughs> shot myself in the face. <laughs> So, I'm going to be thinking so, about don't worry, we're gamers for weeks. Imran, no, Imran in chat says, Imran says, don't worry, ma'am, gamers are here. <laughs> like I pull out a fucking badge, like a limo driver in fucking, uh, in the Jim Carrey movie. Don't, I want to, don't worry, ma'am, gamers We're gamers, wanna, pull out a badge. Uh, all right, I so, want an official SDGC, like, shirt that says, don't worry, we're gamers. <laughs> Holy shit, that is, that's actually not a bad idea. Anyway, oh, it's a bad idea. No, it's a good idea. Oh, it's a terrible rest, idea, and I want to wear some gamer fuel wearing that shit. The rest <laughs> of the, the ride was different variations of that, but... Oh, uh, you remember? I, I was like, I smell fucking weed. Mm -hmm. I do remember you know that. I, I didn't know if you wanted me to bring that part up. because got very. Then John just goes, I smell fucking weed. And Derek's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, someone must have been smoking. And it was John totally goes, the fucking driver. Was, she was fucking was. blazing it up. But then John just goes... Fucking want a joint so bad right now, <laughs> but I can't. I was so fucking hammered, dude. Work. I was so fucking hammered, man. Like, <laughs> and then like, like we. Got, I remember this much. Like, we got back to the hotel room, and I like, <laughs> like took my socks off and threw them across the hotel room. It was like, what up, boys? Like, I and like. He, do you promptly remember slamming your shin into your cot? No, I don't remember that. But <laughs> you fell onto your bed and you were like my fucking shit oh my god John. can i also just throw out to the people in chat asking for a shirt that don't worry we're gamers sounds like one of those shitty shirts they sell every year at e3 it sounds like that's that, that's like some walmart that? shit that's like that's like the three wolf yeah. moon shirt of gamers yeah. or right, it's like yes. the GameStop shirt they were selling right. for a while it was pink and it said gamer girl yep. on it like jesus oh. christ okay i'm sorry finn please care no that, that was it that that's that's my that's my uh recollection of oh john's God. amazing drunken night if you're I gonna be at pax west don't worry don't worry i'll get hammered again it's okay i'll get, I drunk, get drunk with you this sounds great i'll get drunk i'm a fucking cool drunk rebecca i'm a cool He's fucking a very drunk. you sound like cool a really drunk. cool drunk i get i Same also confirmed. get really happy when drunk i think we'll have a good time um, Same. It's a, it's good to be a happy drunk. There's no yeah. when I'm wasted. There's no there's no anger here. It's all joy. It's all happiness. You know. No. And like, then you I, go to Sleple. And then I go to Sleple. Like after a while, when you're drunk, you got to Sleple that shit off. <laughs> you know, you got to fucking gamers. Oh my god, I'm gonna be thinking about that for weeks. Fuck you. Pax so West, this past one was like the first time I had been drunk in a very long time, and John might remember me at the messenger party, and that was. Uh, oh, I do. That was the fact that uh, Greg Miller allowed me back. It's allowed me to come on kind of games daily. After that, blows my mind. You weren't slapple bad though. I literally at one point after talking to Greg, turn around to go to the. I just loudly said, "I gotta fucking pee." Turn around, go to the bathroom, and Justin, my Justin, grabs a drink out of my hand, taps me back, and says, "You're okay, baby. Everything's gonna be okay tonight." Oh, great! And I and, and because I was so gone. But 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 <laughs> did you did you forgotten to brush in your tether that night? I I, I you, know I I'm good with my tether. Did you brush in your tether? Okay, good. I just want to make oh. sure. At I, the I kind of funny meetup in Kansas City, um, 
Nick came to a small group of us that were standing in the front of the door and he was like, we're going to go get some nutter butters. <laughs> so a group of like 10 of us went down the street to just some grocery store with Nick and we got a, like four packages of nutter butters and we came back and we like went back and the, you're not really supposed to bring packages of nutter butters into a bar. And apparently this is some inside joke that I'm not aware of, which is fine. But we passed out individual nutter butters to everyone in the, in this place is like packed and we passed them out. And I guess it's some inside joke that makes Greg like, like like funny upset like not actually upset but like oh my god what is wrong with you people kind of upset yeah. and so we told everybody to when they're shaking his hand to like slip him another butter and the whole night people are like trying to slip another butters into his pocket and like into his bags and stuff and so he's just like constantly getting these unexpected nutter butters and then he gets like mad and he like throws them and so <laughs> greg puts up with anything is my point rebecca mm -hmm. rebecca in chat imran says did you brush in your tether is like what you'd expect Beowulf to ask someone before he kills them. <laughs> Fucking God, Imran. Did you brush in your tether? Like, Imran, uh, you are my favorite person for wordplay. I'm if you say that angry, it really sounds like a, did you brush in your tether? I, it, it really it, it, does. It, it sounds very, very threatening. Like, it's like, that's like something that, that's like something that like an old timey 1800s British like thug asks a victim. He's like, I did you brush in your tether? I want to like, hear, what is his name? Christopher Judge, the guy who did God of War uh, yeah. voice. Like, I want to hear him say that. Did you brush in your tether? Oh, it's that, that sounds like something a Witcher NPC would say. It does. <laughs> All right. Don't worry about that, man. Like, Greg is the nicest human being. It's not even a thing. Like he, yep. he's just a fucking human being and he's so nice. He and always, so, this is the thing everybody told me before I went on games daily. They just said, he is an incredible crap. What did they say? Uh, he's an incredible, um, what did you say, John? I just lost my mind. He was, he's an incredible person. I don't know what I just said. No, there's something. I don't know. He's, he's just great. You're fine. He's great. He, he always brushes his tether. He does. Like he never he, forgets that shit. He gets plenty shit. of slapple. He gets lots of slapple, and uh, and he's just he's just a great guy. Greg Greg's a fucking great guy. Um, so uh, let's go and wrap it up here because we are now pet. We're ten minutes past. If Zach were here, he'd be fucking like, "Come on, guys, we're we're fucking." Did you make that face that he made it all the photos at Pat? He will. Oh, Z Zach is fucking great. He ate, by the way, uh, both. He ate the he ate my cookie. By the way, I brought all those chunky cookies. <laughs> he did. And he fucking ate my cookie. He had his cookie and then he ate mine. That son of a bitch didn't tell me about it until until later. Like I, I, love I was Zach all so much. fucking Zach. God damn it, eat my fucking cookies. Anyway, He's so good. Uh, <laughs> if uh, so, it's been a wild ride tonight. <clears throat> we had a really good time. My allergies are still kicking, but as soon as we're done, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna play a little more uh, Yoshi's Craft World because that game is good and pure, and we need uh, we need more more things in this world that are good and pure, like Yoshi's Crafted World. Um. Thank you to everybody in chat who turned out tonight. We had a good crowd tonight. Thanks for the conversation. And thanks to our, our buddy, Josh, for joining us. And uh, as always, everybody, it's not always poetry. And we don't always agree, but we always keep it real. So until next time, we will see you next week. Please take care of each other and uh, have a good weekend. Bye. And don't forget to brush in your tether. <laughs> Get plenty of slapple tonight. Lots of slapple.